And welcome back to the Author Roundup, a special segment of the Book Connection Show, where we meet up-and-coming indie authors and talk to them about their recently released books. Hello, and welcome to the Author Roundup. Today, I have author Nathan Roberts of Who Do You Think You Are? Nathan, hello. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I just want to tell you a little bit about Nathan and his book. The focus of his book is its scripture-based approach to becoming closer with God. More than just a standard self-help book, Roberts addresses common questions such as why is it so important to hear and obey the voice of God? And how can you begin to understand who you are in God? And it provides answers backed up with passages in scripture and history. Nathan, can you share a little bit more about your book? So I've been a minister for 35, over 35 years. And as I got to study and as you get older and you get to study in the scripture more, Mm -hmm. you, you realize there are deeper things than what we first think uh, on the surface, right? We we first right. learn the surface, and then God shows us it is deeper. He goes it's step by step. Mm-hmm. Here a little, there a little. I was reading some scriptures, and it really became important to me to get the word out about how God wants to know you, and He wants to to have a relationship with you. So I went to some friends of mine and and uh, my pastor, and he said, write a book. And so that's how this book happened. And so it was published this year, correct? Yes, in June, yes. Okay, and how long have you been a minister? What got you involved in that? Well, I've always been involved in home missions works, right? Okay. Uh, I was raised, my father started four churches and uh, rescued a couple of churches. It's always been my passion okay. to help people. In my early 20s, a couple of years after we got married, my father asked me if he'd, if I could help him with his church. And mm-hmm. and that kind of got me into the ministry. And uh, and then, you know, it, one thing after another. Yeah. Here I am. How long have you been on that path for? In 80, 87, I think. About okay. 87, 86, oh. 87, something like that. Where is this located? Where do you live? Uh, we were in Alaska, in Huna, Alaska at okay. that, that time. Can you talk about a little bit more about what inspired your book? And this is your first book as an author, correct? It is. It is. Usually when people are talking about studying Jesus, mm-hmm. they want to get really technical. They want to get all these technical terms and they want to start talking about the exegesis and the, and the the soterology of the scripture and 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 sometimes you can get way over people and you know one time somebody came in and they was talking about let's do an exit jesus and i said really if you want to exit the the door's over there let's get down to to terms that people understand right what is what is justification what is what does it mean to be sanctified by the spirit and so uh when i write this i don't I don't write this book is not written to the scholar. This book is written to the regular person, the regular okay. person that, that wants to really understand who Jesus is and how, how can I get in touch with him. And how long did it take you to write this book? Was it fast process just because you're super familiar with all of this, or did it take you a longer time just as a first time author? You know, uh, that's a good question. That's, <laughs> that's a real good question. I, you know, I, it took me two years. 
Okay. It took me two years, and and really was from this chair. Really? That book, oh, that's book, great. That this book was born. This oh, is my right. prayer. This is my prayer closet, my house, and I and, love uh, that. It, and uh, and this is my comfortable chair that I like to to talk to God in, and uh, and so that's it. Took me two years, and it really was from a hunger to to let people know how to get a hold of God and why it was important. Really, the scripture in Matthew the seventh chapter, twenty twenty first through the twenty third verse, which is my one of my corner scriptures in the in this was in the 23rd verse he says jesus is talking about people that are in the church he said not not everyone that saith unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven many will say it to me in that day lord lord have you not prophesied have we not prophesied in your name and in thy name have we not cast out devils and in thy name done mighty many wonderful works and then he answered and and then will i profess to them i never knew you depart from me ye that work iniquity and so when i got to reading that and i realized if i don't really know god i know about god but i don't really know god mm -hmm. then it's a waste i've wasted my life mm -hmm. so that's what this book is all about is about how how to know God, not not know about God, but how to, how to really know God. Right. And do you feel like a lot of people feel that way too, or they don't realize they feel that way? Uh, when I when we were overseas, one of the shocks I got when I came back to the United States is how many people were praying. Mm -hmm. How many people said, "Meet me at the at the flag post and let's pray," mm -hmm. because when I left, th this country was apathetic to to god and uh and but now it seems like everyone is seeking god and they and they're seeking a god that is a miraculous god they're mm -hmm. seeking a god that is a mighty god and they're asking a lot of questions mm -hmm. and so that's what why i wrote this book is because people were asking questions and they need to know it without all the big words and gee, here's the deal. So many people want to sound smart. Yeah. So they use big words. I don't know how to use big words. I'm a country preacher. I've been to Bible college, but I wouldn't say I'm well educated uh, in that aspect. I just mm -hmm. want to know God, right? And I want to, I want God to know me. Mm -hmm. And uh, you don't have to be educated to, for, for that to happen. You just got to mm -hmm. seek God. You have to have a hunger. Yeah. And so I want to tap into people's hunger. This is a call to the hungry. Have you gotten feedback from your book? Have you had any comments or people's experiences through reading your book yet? I know it's freshly published, but have you gotten any feedback? I have. I, oh, I have already. Yeah, it's that, that's the incredible And that's the goal, thing. right? Exactly. Yeah. I had a, a, a friend of ours. She is a She is an alcoholic. And she's been struggling with addiction for years. Mm -hmm. And she she was reading the book and she she told me it's so easy to understand. And mm -hmm. it's and it's so powerful. I had a, a pastor friend of mine text me the other day and he said, Can I use your book as a teaching tool? And I said, Hey, it's not it's not my words, it's God's words. 
Right. Uh, I'm just the writer. I'm not the author. I can't claim yeah. to be the author of this book. Mm -hmm. I'm the writer of this book, but God is the author. Mm -hmm. I felt so much anointed while writing this book. I, I told somebody, I can't claim to be the author. Well, speaking of your writing, what was your experience like just writing in general? Not no, not necessarily about the subject, maybe, but was there certain times of the day, like in your chair that you would write? So what was like your experience? I wrote this like I would preach this. Okay. Right? I want to be led by God. I don't want to, I don't waste my time, right? right. I don't want to waste somebody else's time. It's a very simple book. It's, mm -hmm. it's not very hard to read. It's yeah. not very long. Uh, you How can long read it, it? In, in a couple hours. Okay. And, uh, and, but it's got some depth to it because right. as I sat here, I sat here, I would ask God, okay, what do you want in this book? And he would say, I, I want you to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would write it. And if I wasn't getting it, I'd just pray. I just sat here and pray and wait until God talked. The book is published and there are things I, I would say, oh man, I could have added this, I, I could have done that. But you know, I, I'm glad it's the way it is. It's just mm -hmm. a, it's something to start a conversation. Right? Yeah. It's not something to conclude the conversation. Let's right. just start the conversation. Let's see where God takes it. Yeah, that kind of sparks something. So you said that it's not, long at all so it's really really easy and manageable to read which is great is it a start to finish book or are there things that you can grab from like certain areas that speak to you exactly exactly yeah. exactly so let me let me uh read some of the chapter quotes and oh perfect uh, thank you and so i have a table of context so uh chapter one is known of god not not knowing god but known of god so God knowing me. What's the importance of God knowing me? Why is that important? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, chapter two is iniquity is the problem. What is iniquity? What's the core of iniquity? What, why is it the issue? And, and, and where where does it come from? Uh, chapter three is the love of God. Now, we, we all talk about the love of God. Mm -hmm. But what is the love of God? Wh 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 uh, why does God love you and me? And uh, chapter four is the importance of how we see God, not just the importance of, of seeing God, but the importance of how you see God. Mm -hmm. And uh, chapter five is our dwelling place in God. Chapter six is the importance of seeing God. Chapter seven is who is God? Chapter eight is Jesus and the church. Chapter nine is the door. Chapter 10 is what keeps us from seeking God. 11 is the treasure and the vessel. And the, the final chapter is who do you think you are? Which is why why the book is, is titled that. Really, the whole, the whole book outlines the importance of dwelling in God, mm -hmm. us dwelling in God, and him wanting that to happen. Is there a certain part of the book that you enjoyed writing the most? Or was there a certain section that holds more importance to you as a person? Yeah, the last chapter. Okay. Because <laughs> that was a revelation. Yeah, that's when, great. When when God gave me that revelation of who who do you think you are? Mm -hmm. I was actually uh, talking to somebody uh, 
about this book. And he, and he looked at me and said, who do you think you are? And that's what sparked the whole, the oh. whole deal. Okay. I, and, and I said, you know, if you're talking about me, the Nathan Roberts in mm -hmm. the flesh, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about the son of God that lives in the spirit, I didn't choose God. God chose me. Jesus states that in John, the 15th chapter. And, and when you get to thinking about that, that's pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. What was the most difficult part of the writing process for you, would you say? The most difficult for me is I didn't think I, I could write. Right. And then uh, when I submitted my material, because I was going to go to a private publisher, I was going to self-publish this to a, a few people in, in our organization. Right. And the Holy Ghost, I was, I was in the kitchen, I was helping my wife with the dishes, and, and the Holy Ghost told me, I don't want you taking this to that publisher. I want you to go out. I want this book to be available to anybody. Okay. And uh, I had a little argument with God, you know how we are. <laughs> and and I set up an interview and the editor that interviewed when I gave him the electronic version of the book, he looked at me and he said, why haven't you been writing for 10 years? <laughs> and I said, I didn't know I could write. <laughs> he said, I need more material from you. So, oh, wow. We're, we're, we're happy that, that this has come across this way. How did you find Westbo Press? I Googled who's okay. the biggest publisher, Christian publisher. Google uh, told me that Zandervan is the golden standard. And I Thomas said, Hill. how do you get published through Zandervan? And they said, you got to go through Westbo Press. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got, I come here. Right. Yeah. Westbo Press is really connected you know, through Thomas Nelson, right. and they have eyes on your book as well. What was your experience like publishing with Westbo Press? I'm glad other people are editors. I'm not a, I am not a good editor. I just, <laughs> I, I just put it on paper. But you know what? I was really shocked. I went through three editors. Okay. And uh, the, the second editor was the content editor. And I thought, okay, here, we're going to have some, some issues. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and really had she had one problem. She said, I have one problem. And I said, what, what is that? And she said, it's got too many scriptures in it. And I said, how can it have too many scriptures in it? I want it to be based in the scripture. I want it to be anchored in the scripture. And, and she said, yeah, but you're quoting too many scriptures. So I had to actually take filter a lot of those out oh, okay. and, uh, and, and just get to the, the meat of what I've, wanted to say mm -hmm. and then when when i went to the last editor which which is the big editor that usually ever you know that's the make it up to uh standard right their standard mm -hmm. he said you really don't need much editing oh that's good you need you know a structure of your sentences here and there but he said but overall you uh, you great. you've done a great job on this, and so that's always that's always good to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was a yeah, it was a blast doing this. That's great. And how was it with the design and the cover? Did you have an idea about what you wanted the cover to be, or how? What was that process like? Was that fun? Or so I picked a picture, 
I okay. picked a picture. I, can, I don't know if you can see Yeah, that. I can see that. That's great. But I, 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 it, part of the book is about Moses uh-huh. uh, and and it, the secret place that God put him in the cleft of the rock. So mm-hmm. I wanted, a, I wanted a, a picture of light coming through a cave and a man in that cave. And so that picture is perfect. That's great for the, for the for this uh, for this book. So, yeah, uh, I just picked it. Everything they did, everything else, they're awesome yeah. people. Yeah, so, yeah, that's awesome. Have you received any reviews or anything like on Amazon? I've been told that a couple of people put good oh, reviews great. on Amazon, but yeah. I haven't really went to search. And- you mentioned there's some things that you would have put in that didn't make it into the book what types of messages is there anything that you would like to add as far as things that didn't make it in there it's just that sometimes i think i didn't go deep enough right okay i i like i said this is really a conversation starter Mm -hmm. and uh uh, let's talk about it let's talk about our place in 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 god and our our, our relationship with God. You know, I, I, I talk to people every day that have never heard the voice of God. They're preachers, preachers. I'm not talking about newcomers into the mm-hmm. church, but I'm talking about people that have preached for a long time. They've never heard the voice of God. They've never, they, they don't know how to trust what they hear. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it saddens me because I know the place that God would like to take them mm-hmm. if they would want to go there. Mm-hmm. Are you writing now? In the middle of this book, I, I'm, I'm trying to explain who God is. And, and, uh, and uh, uh, I realize that I don't have enough space in the book to, to, <laughs> to really get the whole gist of it. So yeah. I, I say in this book, I say my next book is going to be on oh, who God is, where the place where God and holiness meet. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just finished that book recently. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We haven't got that one printed yet, but yeah, but it's in the works. It's in the works. Awesome. What advice would you give to anyone that's writing their first book? I would say, especially if it's a passion of yours, mm-hmm. to, to not be afraid to try. Mm-hmm. You you'll only fail if you don't try. Right. And after uh, the reception of this book, I wish I had tried earlier. Earlier, yeah, yeah. So, about what you said um, that you talked to someone and they said that they wish you started writing ten years <laughs> prior, and you're like, that's such a compliment. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I wish I did actually. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. Do you have any other personal or professional goals you're working on this year or for the I have a, year? A, a revelation. I have a revelation of an end time prophecy that God gave me a while back that I'm working mm-hmm. on also. Okay. And uh, uh, because I'm not a prophecy preacher, I, in mm-hmm. fact, I shy from being a prophecy preacher on purpose. Okay. But when, when God tells you, hey, this is how to interpret this scripture. One of the greatest things about reading the Bible is uh, you can have a relationship with the author Mm -hmm. and he can show you things as you, as you read his word Mm -hmm. that you never seen before that's in the works. And then also uh, I've just 
an idea, uh, the importance of uh, identity, our mm-hmm. identity. Uh, this book kind of touches it a little bit, but really, I need to get into the into uh, write a book about that. There's nothing about nothing more than your purpose and your identity mm-hmm. in Jesus. And so, uh, I, I I'm in the process of starting the thought process of that one. If you don't mind me asking, what was the first memories you have of your relationship with God and how it started? When I was a child. I was uh, raised in the church, so I was reading uh, Samuel and about how when he was a small boy, God started talking to him. And I said, I want a relationship with God like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so from that day, I have sought to have a conversation, you know, be able to talk to God and God talk to me. Mm-hmm. And it not be a, a strange thing and be, think it's just odd. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but, you know, when, uh, when I was going through some difficult times, I have Parkinson's and uh, although uh, I'm well medicated right now. And so my hands are trembling right now. There are times that I can't even function. Mm -hmm. And so as this disease was, was taking hold of my life, I couldn't preach it in front of the congregation as much as I used to. Okay. And so, uh, so I was going through times, uh, when I was wondering if I was useful or not anymore. Right. So God was just transitioning in my ministry. I've learned, I've learned he has use for everything in his life. And, Mm -hmm. and I've been healed from, from a lot of things, but, I remember very, very vividly, uh, I was going to Mexico to preach a conference. Mm -hmm. And the day before I went to Mexico, the disease was ripped out of the back of my head. And I, and I heard a voice say, I've lightened your load for your journey. Mm. And so for 10 days, I didn't have Parkinson's. And for 10 days, God did some amazing, amazing things in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, the Parkinson's came back and I got mad. I thought you healed me. He said, I never told you I healed you. I said, I lightened the load for your journey. And then he said, besides, I thought we had an agreement. And I said, well, we've had a lot of agreements. Which agreement is the one you're talking about? (laughs) He said, I thought you wanted to be used of me. I wanted in in miracle signs and wonders. And I said, I do. I desire to be used to you. I desire to know you. And he said, and then I thought you wanted to go to heaven. I said, well, the first is optional. The second is not. (laughs) He said, then you need Parkinson's. He says, that Parkinson's will will make you realize that what I do through you is not you. It's me doing it through you. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and so, after that happened, for the first time, I quit struggling against the Parkinson's, and right. I just allowed Acceptance. allowed God to do with me what He wants me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I desire to know God. I, I don't really desire to know His hand. I want to know His face. I want to know God. Mm-hmm. I want to know what God. I want to see the way God sees. I want to mm-hmm. feel the way God feels. I want to. I want to touch people the way God wants me to touch people. Mm-hmm. 
And and the desire for that is what wrote this book. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that and they want that feeling with God. If there is one thing that someone could take from your book, what what would that be? That it's possible and that God loves them more than they know. Mm-hmm. And it is possible to have a intimate, close, personal relationship with the creator of the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't stand far off. He wants to stand nearer to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I want them to know. When I think of what God has done for us, and I think, what is man that you're mindful of him? And what am, what am I that you're mindful of me? I can only express my gratitude toward God and toward his plan in our life. And I'm thankful to be a part of that plan. Thank you so much for that. You can purchase Nathan's book, Who Do You Think You Are, on westbowpress.com, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. And thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you to the people for watching. Thank you, Nathan, so much. And uh, we look forward to seeing your your second book with us. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Before we go, show some love by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay tuned for our next interview on the Book Connection Show, where we meet extraordinary indie voices with incredible stories.